program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Every time a missile misses its target, a train derails, or a faulty airbag fails to save a life, we wonder whether these failures, which can sometimes reach catastrophic proportions, are caused by a counterfeit part that may have infiltrated the supply chain. Welcome to People to People, working together for your safety with host Stan Salat. Stan has the answers to your questions on protecting yourself and the safety of your loved ones, including your pets. Don't miss out. Now, here is Stan Salat. Hello and welcome to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat. Our show today is health, firefighter, consumer, science groups seek ban on chemical, chemicals. rather. Today's show, we're going to address the efforts of a broad coalition of health, firefighter, consumer, and science groups that have filed a petition asking the Consumer Product Safety Commission to ban four categories of consumer products. Children's products, furniture, mattress, and casings around electronics. If they contain any flame retardant, that uh, flame retardant in the chemical class known as organohalogens, organohalogens. Uh, petitioners include the American Academy for, of uh, Pediatrics, the National Hispanic Medical Association, the International Association of Firefighters, the Learning Disabilities Association of America, Consumer Union, Consumer Federation of America, the League of United Latin American Citizens, WorkSafe, Dr. Philip J. Ladrigan, and the Green Science Policy Institute. My guest, Ms. Katie Farber, and I will be discussing the perils that parents face today keeping their children safe from toxic chemicals. If you'd like to join in and uh, chat with Katie or myself, by all means, we're going to have the phone lines open today, 866-472-5787. That's the call-in number. And we welcome uh, any questions, and we'll try our best to uh, answer those questions when you call in. Our show is made possible by our platinum sponsors, Business and Quality Process Management, LLC. BQPM provides consulting and training services in the development of quality management, business management, hazardous substance process management, and avoiding counterfeits. Uh, you can find them at www.bqpm.com. Another platinum sponsor is Secure Components, LLC. Secure Components is the first distributor that specializes in obsolete and hard-to-find materials. Uh, the supply of those materials, you can find them at securecomponents.com. They're certified to the international standard for counterfeit avoidance. 
and quality management under the AS9120 uh, international standards. We have bronze sponsors as well. They are C-Trends, supply chain specialist at www.ctrends.com. Concord Components uh, Incorporated, www.concordcomponents.com. Both of these companies also provide uh, supply chain with quality and qualified materials, authenticated materials that are not counterfeit. And our special uh, special call out to our friends down in Australia at the Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Conference. My good friend Richard down there at www.agingaircraft.com.au. Aging Aircraft is spelt with an E. And uh, these folks down in Australia are a, a group of great people who uh, work hard to make sure that their military and uh, commercial aircraft and military gear is free of counterfeits and actually performs the way it should. Now, without further ado, let me remind you once again, call-in number is 866-472-5787. I am excited today to have uh, my guest, Katie Farber, who is a teacher, an author, founder of the blog Non-Toxic Kids. She is also the author of two books about education, Why Great Teachers Quit, and how we might stop the exodus and change the world with service learning. Katie has written for various news, parenting, nonprofit, and educational publications, including Mom's Clean Air Force, Educational Leadership, CNN's School of Thought Blog, Probe Blogger, Fox News, and the list goes on. And before I run out of time on the show today, I'm going to introduce Katie. Hello, Katie. Hi, Stan. Thank you so much for having me today. It's a real pleasure to be here. Well, it's a it's an honor to have you on the show with us. Any anybody that's doing as much as you are for for the causes that we're talking about here, I am excited to have you on the show. Well, thank uh, you. Looking forward to chatting with you about this. Uh, this work you're doing, and maybe to get us started, you might uh, kind of expand on that a little bit and and tell us a little more about yourself. Absolutely. So um, actually around the time of the birth of my first daughter, um, about 10 years ago now, shockingly, um, I, it, my envi- interest in environmental health really blossomed, and I, I just really wanted to do everything I could to protect her and all children um, across the world. I wanted to think, wow, it made me think of products in new ways and, and um, the hazardous chemicals that may be in them, certainly in new ways. And so I started um, researching, writing, organizing, reaching out to nonprofit groups and trying to see what I could do to learn and to share what I've learned with others. And that's how I started the blog, Non-Toxic Kids. Um, And I did all sorts of writing where I just really wanted to take the research and make it usable for parents, make it um, understandable. We're all sleep deprived. We're all doing too many things. (laughs) I (laughs) know that feeling. (laughs) 
Exactly. So I wanted to really disarm the knowledge um, because it's so overwhelming um, and there's so much to keep track of. So that was really the goal of the blog. And um, because of it, I ended up doing a lot of partnering with nonprofits um, such as Safer Chemicals Healthy Families, Moms Rising, and other organizations that reached out to me um, and that I started working with to um, really organize around how to keep products safe for our families. Well, it's certainly uh, admirable. I wish we had every person in in the world doing just that. I think we'd be a much, much safer place. Um, As you may or may not know, I've been involved in this uh, probably as long, if not a little bit longer, but not nearly as well organized as you appear to be. <laughs> well, it just depends on the day, I think. <laughs> so, so let's let's dive in here a little bit. Um, let's talk, if you wouldn't mind, about how parents are moving the market towards safer, healthier products. That that's to me that is what a lot of this is all about. How do we move the market? Well, I think it's a, a really amazing time, actually, to be um, a consumer and an environmental health and child health advocate because we have so many tools now at our disposal. Um, parents have just been a vital part of moving markets to healthier, safer products and options. Um, there are so many examples of this, um, just from using social media and really organizing and advocating. Um, parents have been able to make some real significant changes of certainly partnering with nonprofits, but some recent ones include, you know, the petition to craft foods to phase out the use of artificial food dyes in their macaroni and cheese. Um, that was a real success. Uh, Panera Bread just announced they were stopping using many um, questionable chemicals in in their foods um, and artificial food colorings. Um, And so these are a couple just really recent examples of successes that parent um, parent writers, parent advocates, partnering with nonprofits have had to move markets. Um, and, and certainly the topic of the show is, is of real importance to me. And I know many um, child health advocates is the, the issue of flame retardant chemicals in furniture. And um, working through Safer Chemicals Healthy Families, we've been really pressuring um, manufacturers of furniture to consider the, the health consequences of using these harmful chemicals as flame retardants. Um, and we just had Ashley Furniture announce that they were going to phase out um, the use of them. And so that, that was a real success. And once we start having those successes, other companies and manufacturers see that you know they, they also want to be heroes for child health. They also want to do the right thing. And they are also pressured by other companies to do that. So it's a it's really great um, to organize and to move the markets in this way. And it, and I really feel like parents and consumers have the power here. Um, help me if you would. Uh, it's great to hear that we we have. And I guess part of part of what strikes me because I've been an advocate of this, but from a different perspective. My work, and I'm not sure how much of this. You're aware of, but my work has been at the manufacturing level, mm-hmm. uh, particularly in the electronics, where we've tried to get specifically lead, mercury, cadmium, the hexylvania chromates out, and getting a movement with parents has not been something I've succeeded in. So, mm-hmm. what, what can parents do on a local and, and a national level? And how do folks like me and and others who want to do this, how how can we do better at getting this kind of thing started? 
Yeah. Well, a uh, couple thoughts there on on how on how to motivate these kind of um, issues, parents to to get active about it. It has to be a a well designed campaign that's approachable, and parents have to understand what's at stake, what's critical, very quickly. You you know they're they're short on time, they're short on energy. Um, they need to know why it's really important. And I feel like um, the campaigns that have done really well with that um, are ones that engage parents in and really. Understand understandable ways, really clear ways, and then offer up um, ideas for how they can advocate that are simple and straightforward. Um, For me, I partnered with um, Safer Chemicals Healthy Families and went out to Home Depot and um, and talked to the manager um, about why they they were selling so many products at the time that, that had known hazardous chemicals in them and what was their policy about that. And um, they were very polite and very nice and they took my information. <laughs> and um, oh, and I, also, I also showed up at Walgreens with my daughter and, you know, she, she's, she was uh, seven at the time and um, we were curious why they were selling so many products that have been linked to cancer. And, you know, we have a, a teacher at our school who was um, undergoing treatment for breast cancer. And when you're looking at a seven-year-old girl's eyes and she's saying, you know, I don't want any other people at my school to have cancer. I mean, that's a very real um, and very hard to turn away. So I feel like campaigns that can really activate um, parents with clear steps they can take are important. Um, but also at the local level, I think you mentioned, um, really paying attention to the products that you buy for your family, trying to do some research, trying to shop at the local level and at at stores that you know support public health. Um, Just even what you mentioned about your work with electronics, you know, I would certainly want to buy all of my electronics from companies that I know are not having toxic metals in them, right? That I know are, that I know they're going to be a problem um, for the whole life and the post, you know, the post life of this product. And I'm not, I'm not okay with any health consequences for anybody anywhere about that. So um, I think really trying to inform customers on what on what is that what are the, the things that they're doing um, to help make these products safe and how can how can consumers find them. Um, and then let's see local you know local shops, CSAs, farmers markets, um, and then trying to stay up to date with local environmental issues that you want to be involved in with your town council or your city council. Um, because this is where the the real um, sometimes exposure happens. Like, do we want to put artificial turf in our town? You know, what are the health consequences that we're seeing for some of these um, plastics and that are used in those? And those are the right. kind of decisions that, you know, local folks can get involved in and really make a difference. Um, so those are some local ways too. And then nationally, I would say just staying on top of issues and, and plugging into social media and following organizations that, that, are, um, that you believe in and that that way you can get those sound bites of information to help you make better decisions. So it sounds like part of my challenge is to get you on uh, the Today Show, and we, <laughs> we come up with we come up with a uh, what was it uh, ice water and buckets? Uh, yeah, whatever, yeah, right. whatever that challenge was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, parents yeah. parents need to start showing up at Walmart and Kmart and Sears with ice buckets, water, and a. Mm-hmm. Uh, a non-toxic world uh, campaign. True. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It has to be approachable. And, you know, I've, I've worked with a lot of nonprofits and, and tried to think about ways, you know, that we can do just what you're describing. It's, um, you know, I, I have heard many times that it's something that is just daunting 
that it's such a problem. And, and I've had other folks on the show with us that have talked about particularly the flame retardants uh, that we started talking about or that you were mentioning. They tend to be a chemical that gets replaced over time because PBD and PBDE was a prior chemical used. And they did stop using those here in the U.S. Uh, those were stopped. But then they started using others. And we understand that they really didn't do much testing on what they replaced it with. Have, has the groups you've worked with, have they addressed this particular part of it that you're aware of? Oh, they absolutely have. This is called what we call it chemical whack-a-mole. They basically, <laughs> it's true. I think um, I love that one. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just that here you go. You whack one down because the health consequences, and then they just replace it with another one that has not been fully tested or researched. It makes absolutely no sense as a regulatory policy. Yes, and I, I've I've tended to uh, spend some time going from uh, the. Uh, fire departments particularly and talking with firemen and you've got to feel for them because they go into environments never knowing what they're getting into and obviously they're they're going in and in at a time where they don't have the time to analyze what they're what they're coming into so it's mm -hmm. it's a last minute oh my goodness what have i gotten myself into but that isn't their first thought by any means Exactly. So, well, let's see. Um, before we go to break here, just quickly, where where can folks uh, get to the information that you that you have? Uh, Excellent. So yes, um, non-toxickids um, with the hyphen there .net is my website, um, and I try to keep that pretty updated with information. But we also have saferchemicals.org, which is a great website uh, with loads of information. And Environmental Working Group is also a, an excellent organization for information on this. Wonderful. Okay, we do need to take a short break for radio station identification. Folks, don't go away. And when we come back, the phone lines will be open at 866-472-5787. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Does your company support U.S. government contracts? What have you done since May of 2014 to comply with the Department of Defense's DFARS requirements? These rules have changed the way all members of the supply chain procure electronic components and conduct business. Failure to comply can subject your organization to unquantifiable legal and financial liability. Visit SecureComponents.com to learn how the first AS6081 certified company leverages this new standard to support your need for obsolete electronics. AOG, line down, current supplier cannot deliver? Then call Secure Components. We specialize in sourcing hard-to-find and highly allocated electronic components, hardware, and military aerospace parts. 
We can locate and test your items to ensure you're getting authentic parts every time, and we can deliver when you need them. Our supply chain management consists of decades of experience and works with trusted sources to locate your products when you need them most. Go to securecomponents.com and tell us what you need today. Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products, yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. Visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191. BQPM.com. Together, we are working for your safety. Aging Aircraft Australia is a nonprofit organization engaged in collaborative responses to sustainment challenges in Australia's fleets. Challenges often shared with its U.S. allies. Aging Aircraft Australia runs the annual Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Australia Conference, including its ongoing counterfeit avoidance campaign. More information can be found at www.agingaircraft.com.au forward slash AASC. That's aging with an E. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is People to People, working together for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Stan at stansalot.com. Again, that's Stan at stansalot.com. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salot. Our show today is about the Health Firefighter Consumer Science Group's Seek a ban on chemicals. It's all about seeking bans on, in this case, we're talking specifically about some uh, flame retardants. My guest, Katie Farber, and I have been discussing what she and others in her group are doing and the work that is going on the, um, to convince, if you will, the Consumer Product Safety Commission to ban four categories of consumer products, that being children's products, furniture, mattress, and the casings around electronics if they contain flame retardant in the chemical class known as organohalogens. Uh, there's a number of folks who have uh, participated in the uh, petition that it takes, the petitions mean, I mean, the work that it takes, I get my tongue untied here. The work that it takes to get this done, and and Katie, welcome back to the show. And I suspect this has not been an easy task. 
No, I, I think this broad coalition that you're speaking of is critical. I mean, we have to have a diverse and wide population of people coming together to demand this, really, as a public health issue, not just for kids, not just for families, but for firefighters, for manufacturers, um, for, for everyone. You know, and I share the passion. I share the work. And as we talked uh, during the break, I personally have been very involved on a national and international level to try and do some of this work. For me, it, it's heartbreaking, and I can, I can only refer to it that way, but it's heartbreaking when I realize that you as a young mother, uh, others in the world that are, and, and this is not just the United States, but around the entire world, when we talk about flame retardants, we find them, obviously, we find it in furniture, we find it in beds, we find it in carpets, we find it in our clothing. And all of these things, if you don't know what the chemicals are, um, I just, my, my image, uh, and pardon me for being uh, uh, somewhat emotional at this point with this, but the, the image of a toddler on a couch sleeping with their face in the couch, breathing the toxins. Um, you know, thinking about it that way, what, what are the practical tips for buyers, parents, to limit the exposure of their children to chemicals in, in the products of your home? Well, I really want to point out um, one thing is that this is this is not a situation we can just shop ourselves out of. Um, you know, we can't just go, I mean, middle class um, Americans and actually most Americans can't just go replace all of their furniture. Right. Um, you know, this is just not realistic. Um, so so that's with that said, you know, that that flame retardant issue is so very vexing because these are big ticket items that people buy rarely and they're in our homes. And, and as people replace them now that we have companies that are removing it, that's great. But that's still going to be a class gap for us for a very long time because we know that there's used furniture that's going to be around for a long time that has these chemicals. And what you're saying is so true is that our youngest folks are the ones exposed um, and they're the most vulnerable, right? They're on the ground, they're, they're ingesting more dust, their, bo- their bodies, um, because they're developing and because of their size, are much more vulnerable to uh, these exposures. And so we've got ourselves in a real problem here. But, um, but when people ask me that question about what I advise parents to do, I'd say it is so overwhelming and can be really terrifying, but, you know, if you just start simple, right, just start with one or two things that you can do so that you don't get yourself overwhelmed. And one really simple way to start is just limiting the amount of canned food that your family consumes, if, if at all possible, all right? Okay. Because we know, we know that canned food, um, most of it is, still has a lining with bisphenol A or BPA, you know, and that's a hormone-mimicking chemical that's linked to all sorts of um, cancers, reproductive system problems. So if, if there's one thing, you know, parents could do, they can maybe buy dried beans, okay, and boil those, or if they want to buy um, canned foods, but from companies that they know are using BP, BPA-free linings, one thing that does concern me about that, though, is what are they replacing it with, right. um, to refer back to the earlier conversation, but um, the safest way is to just lessen the amount of canned food, right, just to lessen that a bit just to mindfully try to move away from that. Another another thing to do is to slowly start 
replacing items in your kitchen that are made of plastic with items that are made from a safer material, such as wood or cast iron or stainless steel. Um, And so that might just be as simple as, you know, getting rid of the plastic spatula that you have and get next time you're at, um, you know, a big store for $6.99, picking up a stainless steel one, you know, just a real slow roll of that. um, And that's going to really reduce exposures, right? Because plastics, we know at high temperatures are are leaching chemicals into food. Um, Another really high value um, place to to begin is to just think about what are you packaging your leftovers in that your family will eat? You know, um, I always recommend to families that you buy a Pyrex or whatever, whatever company, a glass, um, like little glass storage containers for your refrigerator. So you move away from the Tupperware and you have all that left, all those leftovers. You can heat them up right in the glass and feel good about that. Um, because we, you know, the, the other plastic containers are, are prone to leaching chemicals from that plastic into the food. So those are a couple techniques to just, um, to slowly start changing over your home and reducing some of the exposures. Um, another great tip for us folks that can't really afford to go out and buy a whole bunch of new furniture is to get a vacuum vacuum cleaner with a HEPA filter in it. Right. Okay. And so this is going to be taking in that, that dust that we know can be very toxic to young bodies. Um, and I really don't enjoy vacuuming one single bit, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, but if we can, and, and, can, and, and many, many millions of the rest. <laughs> exactly. I know it's so awful, but like, at least if you get one that has a HEPA filter and you try to do it a little bit more often, you will really be reducing those exposures that are coming from your couch and are coming from maybe the back of your television. So those are a few ideas for, for people to consider. And I guess the other one that I've heard is putting something between uh, the your face and the couch or the chair mm. that you're sleeping in um, known uh, quality blankets or uh, I guess there's still a problem with pillows depending on where you're buying them at some point you you have to start looking at or at least in my opinion you can qualify this but you have to start looking at what you're buying Absolutely. and buying with knowledge that's right. Absolutely. And asking those questions, you know, um, like some of the flame retardants have been banned in my state of Vermont um, in mattresses. And, but when did that take effect and how many older models are still in the stores? I mean, these are the questions we have to ask, right? We have to know what we're buying, what is in the product that we're buying. And if it's something that we're not happy with, maybe waiting until there is something available. It's, it's not easy. No. No, it certainly isn't. And then the another piece of this, and I, again, I'm I'm not sure uh, how much work you've done on this, but as a young adult uh, or as a toddler growing up, I could actually be subjected to this and it not affect me as much as it does my my children when I have them. Right. Oh, exactly. That's exactly right. You have to you have to think about you know where you are and and you, what what you've been exposed to as the adult, but what you can do to improve it for the ch- for the child certainly. Right. Um, Oh, go ahead. I had one more thought about toys. Um, okay. You know, just with toys, it's um, really trying to think about what are they made out of? Where is it coming from? Um, is that a reputable company? Um, we've had some great progress with reducing lead in toys and other um, toxic, harmful metals. Mm-hmm. But there cert- certainly still is. Um, there still are many problems with that. And there's great resources. Uh, there's one website called healthystuff.org. And right. they... They keep track of um, of lead and, and toys and other toxic metals as well. Speaking of that, um, websites, uh, certainly yours, and we could uh, perhaps 
remind our audience uh, the various you're involved with more than just one website or one blog <laughs> so maybe sharing that and then I guess the other question is good sites versus bad sites is there anybody out there um, and we may not want to mention names particularly but is there mm-hmm. a need to be careful about the website you look at yeah, that's a really great point. So, so my website is is called Non Toxic Kids, and it's at nontoxickids.net with the hyphen there. Um, and saferchemicals.org is a great site. Also, I wanted to mention the Breast Cancer Fund. Um, you, you might think that this group would be sort of limited to just um, breast cancer and maybe maybe treatment, but that isn't true. This group has taken a real preventative stance, um, and they're pushing out a lot of really great resources for people um, to really look at how we can prevent cancer and. And uh, advocacy around that. So I wanted to um, tell folks about that. Um, let's see, MomsRising.org. It's a it's a multi platform um, organization, and Toxics is a part of that. So that's a, another great resource for people. But I would guess I would say when you're looking at um, certain websites, just to really keep in mind um, what is the group you're looking at. You know, is this a, is this a nonprofit organization? Um, what is their mission, and who is funding them? Because we have seen some. Um, some websites that are put up that are are looking like a parenting helpful blog, but um, might be more industry driven um, around sort of preserving the status quo with hazardous chemicals and products. So, so just just be a little bit mindful about that, and maybe sticking with I think the the major environmental health nonprofits would be a safe bet. Okay. Now on to another part of our show today, and that's telling us about your latest book, <laughs> The Order of the Trees. Now, I, I have a certain tendency to want to stack everything. You talk to my wife, and everything has to be you know, lined up and put in its place. <laughs> am, I, am I now looking at how I can do that with my trees? <laughs> or are we talking about something else here? <laughs> It's something so different. I'm so sorry to disappoint you. Oh, shucks. <laughs> this is this is so different than that. Um, the the order of the trees is actually a secret club um, in the forest that is in my latest eco adventure novel for kids uh, that are ages uh, grades three through eight, and um, it was just published this May by Green Writers Press in in Vermont. A Vermont-based publisher, yes, and it's um, they're, the publisher is really neat because their their focus is on supporting authors that want to make the world a better place. And so, Stan, they do have quite a few uh, books about composting and about forests and about you know all sorts of nonfiction. Um, but this particular book is um, is about a girl who is found um, underneath an old growth tree as a baby, and she. Um, Two two hikers came along and found her and quickly adopted her, and she retained this sort of tree-like qualities. And we find her in sixth grade now after being homeschooled, and she's um, she feels like a fish out of water. She feels very uncomfortable in the school, and she finds a friend, but she grows very sick, and they have to figure out why and how she's connected to that forest before it's too late. Um, so I'm very excited. I've been doing a lot of events here in Vermont and beyond about the book um, and talking to a lot of kids and getting some great feedback about it so it's been it's been really neat to bring it out into the world fantastic well and that's not your only book no no i have two other books about education 
Yeah, two other books. Um, those ones were published in 2010. Um, one is called Why Great Teachers Quit and How We Might Stop the Exodus. And that was after a colleague of mine quit teaching. And I just was so upset by that. And I wanted to really look at the issue of why teachers were quitting and how we can help them stay in the profession that, that they love and that they're very good at. Um, so that's a solutions-focused book. And the other one is about place-based um, and service learning and how we can help kids help the world uh, become a better place and have them learn what they need to learn along the way outstanding sounds like all great stuff and <laughs> and those you. all of the books can be found at the same place or different places well, they're all available, um, I, I would imagine, at your local bookstore. Um, they're all on Amazon. I have um, a lot of press and a lo- um, links to all of that at katiefarber.com, and it's K-A-T-Y-F-A-R-B-E-R.com. Um, that's, that's my author website, and then I have the Non-Toxic Kids parenting page as well. Outstanding. Okay, so as we look at all of this, um, Again, uh, with the topic of the show being that of the the mission and vision of improving the environment for our families in our homes, um, I'm sure you've heard about uh, the formaldehyde flooring, mm-hmm. and you're familiar with the Teflon pots, pans, and spatulas. Yes, uh, yes, sir, I am. Any thoughts? Any thoughts on those? Well, I think uh, we've got it. A- a real opportunity to help the manufacturers and the um, businesses that sell that flooring. We're making some good progress there. Um, we've been Home Depot is talking about phasing out phthalates and other harmful chemicals in their flooring. And I know there's been moves for other retailers as well. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I'm, um, as I mentioned again uh, during the break, I'm headed off to uh, Australia uh, later this month uh, for the counterfeit avoidance work that we're doing with the primarily with the military but uh, in Australia every year in July they have the uh, aging aircraft and this ties into military and commercial aircraft and ships uh, military vessels of all types and uh, part of part of this really ties into what you're doing in the sense that there's counterfeiters out there who are manufacturing counterfeit products, mostly consumer products. And one of the great things about counterfeits is they're really inexpensive, Mm. Uh, downright cheap. And cheap means that they're made without consideration of the toxins. So we work hard in that regard to helping folks understand that when it's when it's too good to be true, when the prices turn out to be too good to be true, you you're generally looking at a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, we need to take another break for the radio station identification. So uh, if don't go away, we'll be right back. And again, the lines are open. If anybody has any questions for Katie. Four seven. I'm sorry. Eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. 
Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products, yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. Visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191, bqpm.com. Together, we are working for your safety. The world has changed. You need a trusted supplier that mitigates risk at every stage of manufacturing. C-Trans utilizes provenance marking technologies to provide a unique security solution when addressing the challenges of supply chain security. Item pedigree, brand protection, and theft. In these times of fraud and counterfeiting, customers depend on C-Trans for a higher level of trust and service when it comes to their supply chain needs. Visit our website at ctrends.com for more information. Aging Aircraft Australia is a non-profit organization engaged in collaborative responses to sustainment challenges in Australia's fleets, challenges often shared with its U.S. allies. Aging Aircraft Australia runs the annual Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Australia Conference, including its ongoing counterfeit avoidance campaign. More information can be found at www.agingaircraft.com.au forward slash A-A-S-C. That's aging with an E. Secure Components is proud to be the first independent distributor certified to the Department of Defense adopted AS6081 counterfeit avoidance standard. Our clients view us as partners in counterfeit avoidance because we share our source of supply. We have earned their trust to procure electronic and mechanical components specifically when their requirements are obsolete or unavailable from authorized sources. Visit securecomponents.com today to learn why the largest aerospace defense and technology companies in the world partner with Secure Components. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com This is People to People, working together for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Stan at StanSalat.com. Again, that's Stan at StanSalat.com. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat. Our show today is all about health. Firefighter consumer science groups seek ban on chemicals. My guest today is Katie Farber. Her and I have been talking about the uh, a broad coalition of health, firefighter, consumer, and science groups that have filed a petition asking the Consumer Product Safety Commission to ban four categories of consumer products. Children's products, furniture, mattress, and the casings around electronics. If they contain any flame retardant in the chemical class known as organohalogens, 
these are really a, a new set of uh, flame retardants, and like many, they were not tested before they were actually used. We have a tendency both here in the United States and other countries to ban one, put in a new, and not actually do enough testing to know what, the, uh, what we're getting ourselves into. Uh, Katie's been talking about the, the petition itself and the folks involved in this, and I'm extremely pleased to be able to share with folks that this is a movement that is including a whole list of folks, but the American Academy of uh, Pedi uh, Pediatrics, the National Hispanic Medical Association, the International Association of Firefighters, the Learning Disabilities Association of America, Consumers Union, Consumer Federation of America, and the list goes on. Katie, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, Stan. I'm still happy to be here. Well, it's a pleasure having you on the show. I know my sponsors, Business and Quality Process Management, are, are pleased that we continue to do this and we find folks like yourself as well, uh, and I'm I'm plugging my sponsors as I'm supposed to be doing. So bear with <laughs> me. <laughs> Secure Components at www.securecomponents.com. Ctrends at ctrends.com. Concord Components at concordcomponents.com. And my good friends down in uh, Australia, Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Conference. And they have this bad habit of spelling things in, in English we don't understand, but it's agingaircraft.com.au, and aging has the E in it, as they tell me. Uh -huh. So I keep reminding them that there's, there's our English, which is real English, and then their English, and I always get myself in trouble for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So... We were we were talking briefly, uh, or at the end of uh, the last segment, uh, we were talking, or I was sharing counterfeiting, and I thought maybe give you a minute or two to to kind of reflect mostly the products. So absolutely. So we, you know, we've been um, thinking about the issue. What you just talked about with um, counterfeit products or just cheaper products, products that are more poorly made and um, they don't have whatever regulation or or um, company behind them. We we see a lot of this in dollar stores and discount stores. And um, I'm looking at a new report that found 81% of dollar store products tested contain one or more hazardous chemical that's linked to learning disabilities, cancer, and other serious illnesses. Um, so this is very concerning to me, um, particularly that many times these dollar stores or discount stores are in areas where they're um, already areas that might be communities of color or they might be high poverty areas or they might be even food deserts where we have um, very few opportunities for people to buy things. And so you have these retail locations where you have a high amount of toxic products. You're getting into a real class issue here that's highly concerning to me um, as a child health advocate. So, um, so I know that there's a coalition of people really focused on this problem and um, healthy stuff. Um, and also the Ecology Center are teaming together um, and asking dollar store companies um, to really look at how they can improve the health of the products they're selling. 
Well, that's that's good news to to hear because I know I have been involved in some testing that's been done at uh, discount stores, similar types, and uh, we've seen the same thing. And this has been going on. I actually started working in the hazardous substance, what's called hazardous substance process management, or the elimination of hazardous substances and electronics back in 2004-2005 timeframe. Um, while it seems like it's just yesterday, it really is when you look back on it uh, a good bit of time. And I just don't feel that we've really made the progress that we ought to be making at this point. I completely agree with that. This is a real area of need um, in our country right now um, where we have high levels of exposure that are really unnecessary. Um, and so we really need to be protecting all of our citizens um, from these kind of exposures. You know, we have over half of the products contain two or more hazardous chemicals uh, that are concerning. We have these leading to learning development problems, um, you know, lower IQ, other serious health impacts. And these are obviously healthcare dollars that we're all going to be spending, not to mention the potential, you know, lifetime consequences for a child. Our children, our children's children, and right. their children. I mean, it's it truly is changing the the dynamics of generations to come. So, organizations you've mentioned a lot of them, um, or a number of them anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, can what what organizations uh, would you recommend? Uh, from a parent point of view, to to create a safer environment for families, uh, national, international, Mm -hmm. where do we go? I definitely think that Safer Chemicals Healthy Families is a great place to start. They have a wide coalition of other organizations that you can find there. Um, But I've worked with them for years, and they are a real clearinghouse of information. Um, That's a really great place. Another great place is the Environmental Working Group. They put out all sorts of guides for families. Um, Like right now on the site, they have a top 10 choices for sunscreen that have the fewest chemicals or that that are the healthiest. Um, And they put that out every season. So you can find simple guides um, on the Environmental Working Group's website and also Safer Chemicals Healthy Families. And then you can also find simple but really efficient and important ways to be active on these issues. So if you sign up for updates for, from both of them, um, Breast Cancer Fund is also a really excellent one and momsrising.org. If you sign up for their updates and then you can go online, you go onto Facebook and you just look and see what's happening, where you can enter in, where you can sign petitions, what are the actions that you can take, um, and then also, what are the things you can do as a consumer the next time you go shopping? You know, what are the better um, things to be buying or what, it, what to keep an eye out for? So there's really a lot of tips out there. Like I said at the beginning, I don't think we can shop our way out of this problem. You know, we need lawmakers to really step up here and reform how we regulate chemicals in this country to protect the health of families before the bottom line of companies. But, um, you know, that is in progress. And until that day... Um, there's a lot of organizations that can help you make the best choices possible. Well, that's that's excellent. Um, I'm going to be uh, doing two things after this show. One of them is talking to you about writing a book. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time for you to write one more, and uh, maybe I can contribute to it. Uh, Thank you. We have, for folks to know, the I'm involved with two new uh, coalitions, actually. It's the Avoid Counterfeits Coalition 
and another one called the Hazardous Substance Safe Coalition. Uh, these will be formally announced in Australia in a few weeks now. And uh, for those, and you're for yourself, um, okay. it, the coalition currently includes the country of Taiwan, the country of China, the country of Australia, uh, and we're talking with Spain, Italy, and Brazil, as well as I run it here in the U.S. So, and this is all all about the roughly 2,500 companies that ha that hold certification to hazardous substance safe or anti counterfeit uh, counterfeit avoid counterfeits um, certification at a national or international level. So. That's things fantastic. that are coming, uh, and like I said, I'm, I really think that I need to talk to you more after this show because you're making more progress, I think, than I am. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Katie, we have about uh, 15 to 20 seconds uh, for closing remarks before, I, uh, before the end of the show here. I need to wrap things up, so if you would, uh, again, let people know how to get in touch with you and any closing thoughts. Absolutely. Well, first, I want to thank you so much for having me today. It's been a real pleasure to talk with you and hear about your work. Um, I wanted to just point folks to um, nontoxicates.net is my website. I also have an ebook available called Eat Non-Toxic, a Manual for Busy Parents. I need to update some of the links on that, but it, it is a guide for parents for how to um, feed their families more, more um, safely as far as toxic chemicals are concerned and really making some better choices. Um, my author website is katiefarber.com, and I, I have um, speaking opportunities available. I write regularly for different organizations and be happy to talk to anyone about that work. So thank you so much again for having me. Well, thank you, and uh, it's a great pleasure to have you on the show. People to People, Working Together for Your Safety is dedicated to bringing people together to share knowledge and create a safer environment for us all. If you have a question, agree or disagree with the information we are sharing, send me an email with your, your comments or questions to stan at stansalot.com. You can also reach me at my Twitter account, which is uh, at stansalotjr. That's stansalotjr with a J-R. Today's show is brought to you by our platinum sponsors, bqpm.com or Business and Quality Process Management, rather, found at bqpm.com, Secure Components, found at securecomponents.com, our good friends at C-Trends, Supply Chain Specialist, ctrends.com, Concord Components at concordcomponents.com, and Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment, our good friends in Australia at agingaircraft.com.au. Those are the folks down under specializing in working with the military and um, commercial airline and uh, seagoing vessels. The show is not possible without the support and uh, hard work that our folks at Voice America provide. Brandy Jackson, our general manager, Robert Cellino, executive producer, Randy Jackman, production manager, and Jeff Jeffrey Gerstel, our Director of Host Services. From People to People, Christina Clark, People to People Administration Coordinator, without whom I'd be totally lost. And Yulia Coach, Coach Branding and People to People Production Manager, another person that keeps me 
uh, where I need to be and keeps things going. Thank you for joining me on People to People, working together for your safety. Remember, change only happens when people come together and work together. Your help in the fight against the proliferation of hazardous substances and counterfeiting of consumer products could save a life. Until next week, I'm your host, Stan Salat, wishing you a safe and healthy life. Thank you for listening. Please join host Stan Salat for next week's edition of People to People, working together for your safety. We'll have another show next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a safe, toxic, and counterfeit-free week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 